The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com. Good afternoon. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored. No holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. How about you, D Love? Oh, I'm ready to go. Let's rumble. All right. I just Rumble. That sounds like we're going to, like, wrestle or something. That's, that can be part of it. Why not? Yeah? Yep. Okay. Is it sacred, though? Is it sacred wrestling? Uh, whatever you, whatever label you want to throw on there, if it makes you feel better. <laughs> okay. Well, today we are traveling global as we explore aspects of tantric, Taoist, and shamanic sexuality. Damn. I actually started out practicing sacred sex. What were you going to say, D-Love? I just said, Damn. That's a lot to, lot, to, lot to say, a lot to swallow. Uh, it is a lot. What does uh, it mean? No pun intended with the swallow. <laughs> Only if it's sacred swallowing. <laughs> I just have swallowing on, on my brain because we've been preparing for the oral sex shoot in a week. And, yeah, I've been writing a lot about that. Yeah. And, and we have some sacred sex techniques within our oral sex shoot. So I'm excited about that, both Taoist and tantric and shamanic. So awesome. that'll be fun. Yay. But anyway, so I dove into the wonderful world of sex and spirit when I was about 19 years old, and I was thinking about it because I just had my birthday last weekend, and that's like, I've been teaching sacred sex for like over 13 years now. Wow. Crazy. Wow. 13. But, you know, now that we have a baby, it's much harder to languish in the throes of sacred love. Mm. But does sacred mean that it has to take time? You know, well, you know, there's this whole thing of like eye gazing and cuddling and snuggling and spending prolonged amounts of time and love making. So I'm really looking forward to interviewing our guest, one of our guests today, which is Diana Daphner. And her and her partner, Richard, they wrote a book called Tantric Sex for Busy Couples. So I'm really excited. The, the, the little tagline is how to deepen your passion in just 10 minutes a day. Wow. So I want to know how to deepen my passion in 10 minutes a day. Because I have a new theory about, about, you know, when you go to the gym and you work out for 30 minutes, instead mm-hmm. you could do little 10-minute snippets. And I actually read that they've done research that people who work out in 10-minute snippets get better workouts and lose more weight than people who do prolonged things. So it's like, okay, well, there's an art to also the quickie sex. Hmm. Maybe if we just do 10-minute quickie sex three times a day, that's better. Right. 30 well, minutes, three times a day, three times a week. Like, yeah, when you when you get when you've got a quadrant off a whole part of your day to figure out how to fit that kind of chunk of time in, it really limits the amount of time we can spend together. So if you get 10 minutes a day, then the three times a day. And we can do sacred 10 minute quickie sex. Yeah. <laughs> 
So also joining us is one of my beloved teachers, Kenneth Ray Stubbs, and he's going to share ways uh, to practice shamanic sexuality, which I'm very excited about. And I also came across an article on sexismagazine.com with a quote from Ray, and it was an article titled Blood Sugar Sex Magic. And it's sort of a take on that Red Hot Chili Peppers song, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. But I also love that they, they had a little take on the U2's Mysterious Ways and some of the lyrics and how, you know, they 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 talk about kneeling and, and uh, the the allusion to oral lovemaking and also praying. So, you know, we got the sacred and the profane mixing together, or what is considered profane, mm-hmm. and lots of references to sex and higher consciousness and in music. So I liked that in this beginning of the article and then the article goes into like tantra and sex what is sex magic and some of the kama sutra stuff and it's this is a really big topic to try to write on so i have to give them kudos for attempting this article that that really you know is is a huge huge topic because there's so much to sex magic and um you know, I really wish they would have interviewed me. I was thinking about this because I have a lot to say about sex magic and how sex magic is really about taking the energy of procreation and manifesting your heart's desire. So tantric practices can help you manifest things. And I have proof of this in my life. Like over and over and over again, I'm just really, really good at manifesting things. So at the moment of orgasm, really thinking your way to man- what you want to manifest. I think it's awesome. So maybe we should do a show on the topic sometime, you love. What do you think? Well, it sounds like a hot topic because you have all of that um, stuff with uh, the secrets and the sort of, um, um, I forget the guy's name, but manifesting from the future. You create it out of the future. And and any tools that uh, fall in line with that, I'm sure everybody would like to get those. And, you know, even if you're not manifesting, sex is still fun. So. One of the, the things the woman in the article said was that, you know, it seemed like it was just too powerful to, to mess with. But I disagree. I say, you know, if you're having fun with it, yes, it is a powerful path. And Ray says the same thing in there. It is a powerful path and can be a lifelong practice. But you can also use some of the elements of tantric sex and sacred sex. It doesn't have to be something that you're, like, you know, hardcore religious about. It can just be something that's fun. So. Have fun. And speaking of fun, we have Victoria on the line from EdenFantasies.com, and their coupon code for the week is LONGER because, you know, we want to have longer sacred sex. So Victoria is going to share some intimacy enhancers with us. What do you have for us today? Hello. Uh, Well, first, (laughs) I thought it might be cool to talk about some of the couple's toys that are are good to kind of throw in the mix. And I know that you're fans of the Wee Vibe. Yeah. So that was one of the ones I was going to mention. And we actually have it for under $85 right now, the new Wee Vibe 2, um, as well Which as we the pure have. one. We haven't enjoyed. had a chance to try it yet. We just got a Wee Vibe 2. They gave me one at AVN, and I still haven't had a chance to try it. So I, ha- I ha- the Wee Vibe 1 I tried, and I'm excited about You know, she love stole mine. So I'm excited to use the Wee Vibe 2. Well, the Wee Vibe 2 is a little bit stronger, so you might uh, you might find that to be a little more effective as far as vibrations. People are really liking that. And then the Pure One by Enjoy, which is pretty much a lifelong investment. That's a medical-grade stainless steel. It can be used for the P-Spot and the G-Spot. So those are two fun toys. And then I was also going to talk about um, cock rings, which always help you know to prolong and increase stimulation, and those are really great. Do you have uh, so we sacred have, cock rings? 
Well, we have the bow, <laughs> which is rechargeable by Lalo. And that's uh-huh. really cool silicone uh, cock ring that's stretchy, that's rechargeable and vibrates, as well as the Boss cock ring by Evolved, which is not rechargeable, but it comes with extra batteries. It's mm-hmm. also very powerful, pretty much silent, has multiple settings, and is stretchy. So it'll fit pretty much anyone. Um, and if you're not into the vibrating cock ring thing, we have uh, the C-Ring Intermediate by Tantus which is just a solid silicone stretchy cock ring, um, which will probably last a lifetime as well. Uh, easy to clean. You can sterilize it. So those are three good choices, too, as far as increasing stimulation and prolonging erection. Awesome. And then you also have positional aids, which, you know, I, I get into the Liberator stuff, and I just came across Love Bumpers, so I'm really excited about them. But, you know, uh, some of the tantric sex stuff is about getting into certain positions, and I find these things are really helpful. That little pony pillow that I the, by Love Bumpers is really good because it's actually kind of a high triangle, so you can mount that and use it between your knees under your belly, or you can use it under your head, or you can use it uh, sideways under your hips or under your partner's hips. So that actually is a little bit smaller than the wedge by Liberator, but it's also denser. So that's a good one to kind of have as part of the mix, um, and it's really solid, nice, sturdy pillow, but it has a little sleeve on there so you can stick a vibrator actually in the pillow in that little pocket um, and mount that pillow (laughs) while using it. So, yeah, people seem to like those. I wonder why. I wonder why. (laughs) Um, And then you also talk, you know, Tantra and Taoism and, like, the Kama Sutra, these are all things that really play on our senses and being in the moment. And so you also have some suggestions for, like, some – um, balms and massage. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about massage candles and stuff, but what, what are some of these body balms? Yeah, we talk about massage candles and massage stones like every week. So <laughs> I think people know by now. They're like, okay, we got it. Um, <laughs> but we have some all-natural creams and balms. Um, so the first ones I'm going to talk about don't have benzocaine in them. They have things What's like benzocaine. Benzocaine is not exactly like lidocaine. Benzocaine is like what you would have in like a chloroseptic throat spray and things like that. It it has somewhat of a numbing uh, property to it. And so the desensitizing creams that I'm going to talk about later has a small amount of benzocaine in them. It's safe to use. It's not like the anal numbing creams that are mm-hmm. that have lidocaine and can actually like really dead in the area. They just kind of take a little bit of the sensation away, the benzocaine does. So most of the, like, I might as well talk about them now since I would just have to backtrack anyway. Uh, The desensitizing creams, most of them take away a little bit of the sensation. So anything like your stay hard or stay erect or play longer, those or not yet gels, those are the names of some of the gels. Um, what they do is basically take away a little sensation to prolong the erection for the man. And you can use them in conjunction with the cock ring. You can use them without. One thing you should do, though, is if you're going to use them, uh, you apply a little bit of the cream, but give it like five to ten minutes to really settle into the skin. Otherwise, you might also desensitize your partner. So, um, and it does We don't take want a the desensitizing minutes. happening. 
Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> so, uh, but so it does have its place in, you know, uh, if people are concerned about premature ejaculation, this is something they might try. And it gets mixed results. It depends on the person if it's doing what they want for them. The not yet gel has gotten some good reviews, and so it's a stay hard. So it really depends on if this is the kind of product you want to check out. But like I said, the, that's one one line of lubes and gels and creams. And then we have another kind of set of balms that are all natural. And they use things like menthols and things that actually draw blood to the area and increase sensitivity. Um, so for men, this Rocket Body Balm, which is all natural, has really great ingredients. It's, uh, it's beeswax-based. It's got almond oil, coconut oil, shea butter, peppermint oil, ginseng, like really nice, you know, ingredients. Um, and it's just a, a creates a nice smell, creates some tingling. And it doesn't desensitize, but it does help to prolong. And there's also a body balm for women, which will increase the blood flow and sensitivity to the vulva. So those might be nice to use in conjunction with each other. And that one has a mandarin mint aroma, which I like, you know, the play on the senses and just having things that smell really good and um, heighten the experience, especially when you get into those states where you're really present in your body and really practicing some of these, you know, like tantric practices that having an extra smell there, an extra sensation there is always really, really nice. Yeah, so I think I highly recommend oil would be things. definitely great to start with even prior to some of the, you know, the genital balms and whatnot because you have the aromatherapy happening and your body feels silky and smooth and just very alive. And I think that a lot of the massage products that you see on the market, they have a great way of awakening your full body senses when you're paying attention to your largest organ, your skin, you know, Mm. so really making yourself tingle all over is a great way to get started. So thank you, Victoria, from EdenFantasies.com. You can go to EdenFantasies.com and get 25% off using coupon code LONGER. Thank you, as always, Victoria, for joining us. And when we come back, we're going to talk about more ways that you can sensitize your entire body through tantric practices, especially tantric practices for busy couples. When we return, more Sex with Jaya. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Haiti has been hit hard by a deadly earthquake. Destruction is everywhere. Tens of thousands are feared dead and hundreds of thousands are homeless without food, water, and basic necessities. Save the Children is on the scene, but your support is urgently needed to help us save lives. Please give as much as you can now. Call 1-800-SAVE-THE-CHILDREN or go online at savethechildren.org. You can even donate $10 right now by texting the word SAVE from your cell phone to 20222. Please give now. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. 
Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. The Sports Mavericks Show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moyer, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks Show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouillet and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on The Voice. Voice America Sports Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at missjaya.com that's j-a-i-y-a at missjaya.com now back to sex with jaya we're back, and I have Diana Daphner with me. She's the author of Tantric Sex for Busy Couples, How to Deepen Your Passion in Just 10 Minutes a Day. Now, I'm really, really interested in this, Diana, because we, D-Love and I, just had a baby. And, you know, it's really intense with our work schedules and all this stuff out there. And I'm a tantric sex practitioner, have been since I was, like, 19. And it's really hard to find time to languish on what I call Tantra Island, Mm-hmm. So what do you say to all the couples out there who have kids and who are just busy and they're like, I don't have time for Tantra? Well, you know, time is a funny thing. When uh, when couples go to therapy, I always find it very interesting. They find time, if they're lucky, then they show up at therapy to talk to a therapist about the fact that they don't have any time to be connected to each other. <laughs> you know, it is hard to find time. It's not a question, but it's more than that. It's um, it's just really making a commitment, putting it a priority, and it doesn't have to be that long languishing. It doesn't have to be Tantra Island. You know, maybe it can just be sort of Tantra Cruise. Mm. And so what's the difference between normal sex and tantric sex? How would you define the difference between the two? What makes the sex sacred or tantric? Well, let's see. First of all, I'm not even sure there's really a word tantric. I mean, I know it's the title of my book, Tantric Sex for Busy Couples. The uh, publisher actually came up with that title. It was originally called Ceremonies for Love, How to Create Intimacy in Your Relationship. But tantric seems to have become an adjective, I guess, derived from the word tantra. And as you know, tantra is an ancient uh, spiritual training. It really had nothing to do with sex, not exactly. Some parts of Tantra do embrace sexuality as a a way of 
uh, reaching and tapping into the divine energy in our own bodies, which is very exciting, and that's what made it so popular, I think, in, in these last few decades here in the United States, here in the West. Um, but so tantric, does tantric mean sacred? Tantric, in a sense, it's a good analogy, I think, or a good, uh, a good word to use. And what makes, how does it differ from conventional sex? Well, one thing might be the uh, the goal orientation and the purpose of sex. I mean, we have sex for many different reasons. I think there was a recent uh, study, research that came out with hundreds of different reasons, especially why women have sex. Mm. It's a little bit more complicated, I think, with women than than with men. Everything is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so part of it is the intention. You know, is. is there is sex being seen as just you know I'm horny I need to release this energy yeah. I need to get off yes <laughs> and that's totally valid and that's totally fine it's not the tantric way the the tantra would be seeing sex as a um, a tool or a uh, a path to mm, touch base with what's deepest inside of ourselves. Hmm. And so how can practicing, so what kind of motivation can we give people out there who who want maybe to do this, but they're not really sure? What are some of the benefits that can enhance a couple's life or, or intimate life through practicing some of these practices in your book? Well, I think the, the key word there is intimate and intimacy. You know, so often we think that intimate means sex. Mm. And... Um, you know, from some perspectives, we all do, you know, like, were you intimate with the person, you know? <laughs> we're usually referring to some kind of sexual experience, and yet intimacy is something so much deeper than that, you know, so much deeper. And yet it's easier to get to that level of intimacy sometimes when both partners engage together in the sexual experience so that it, it by having the tantric attitude or a sacred attitude, uh, an intention to... To reach intimacy, um, it shifts it from that conventional um, rush job to at least uh, a visit to, to the Tantra Island, even if it's not that full-on, long uh, um, experience that you might be more familiar with. What's your workshop, Diana? Well, they're called Intimacy Retreats. We think of them as vacation workshops. They're wonderful. They're held in resort locations. Uh, this winter, they're all over here where I live, actually. My husband, Richard, and I live on Siesta Key on the west coast of Florida, although we just got back from leading intimacy retreats in Mexico, where we go every winter. And, Sounds like an amazing life. Oh, well, the, the retreats in Mexico are fabulous. We already have dates for next January. We do a, a week long there, and then... And then follow that with a second week. We have a, a level two for people who have attended a weekend or a week before. And the the weekend workshops or or the week one, but the weekend workshops are um, they're they're very um, uh, not sure they're gentle. They're a gentle introduction. We're not into pushing people beyond their uh, their their norm too far. You know, beyond their comfort zone too far. Uh, they're very safe and they're very comfortable. And we focus for on for each couple focuses on their own relationship and how to uh, how to really get in touch with the energy in their own body, how to get in touch with their their genital energy, with their sexual, how to really settle into that part of their body, and how to uh, bring their attention and therefore move that energy into their hearts. 
And when the hearts are open and the sex is open, that's when ecstasy and bliss begin. It sounds awesome. What do you have to say, D-Love? But, well, before D-Love speaks, what's your website, Diana? IntimacyRetreats.com. IntimacyRetreats.com. Okay, so everybody can check you out at IntimacyRetreats.com. And D-Love, you know, does all this sound too, too woo-woo out there for you? No, it sounds practical and applicable. And, um, you know, a lot of what I take uh, the tantric practice to be from my pretty limited experience with it is the same thing that comes out of all uh, meditation and practices uh, is is uh, attention, like taking time to be truly present, uh, to experience and and wonder. So that brings me to my next question, Diana, which is how? What are some things very simple? Because what D Love just said is very simple, but it's also hard for many people to do, which is just being in the moment with their partner. But what are some very simple exercises that couples can try at home? You know, it's this Valentine's Day weekend. So, you know, for people listening who want to do something that's simple over the weekend, what kind of uh, practice could you give them? Oh, wow. Um, They could, um, you know, take if they're going to take more time because it's Valentine's Day weekend, uh, they might do something like take a bath together, you know, slow down the whole rush into the, uh, um, what we call sometimes the 3-2-1 the approach to sex, you know, three minutes of foreplay, two minutes of intercourse and one orgasm, usually his, you know. Mm. A lot of people complain about the speed and the uh, the rush, rush, rush job that, that gets done. So taking time to slow down. Uh, arranging time for women often the environment makes a difference and also uh, for um, a couple that doesn't have any time at all just begin to uh, you know extend extend a kiss you know instead of just a quick peck on the cheek when you're walking out the door if you really don't have any time together and you're leaving you can extend that for 10 15 seconds you know, what, do that every day. Do that every time you leave the house and come back to the house and suddenly your passion starts rising up and the connection grows. Um, in our book, we have different practices that range from uh, 10 minutes to over an hour of things that couples can actually do. I like that idea of extending a kiss. I think we should we should implement that right away, D-Love. Yeah, I, we're good with the kissing. I mean, we, are, we, we, are we can always it. add more attention. But we we do some extended kisses. I bet you do. And, you know, it's the best <laughs> thing you can do for your baby. I mean, mm-hmm. the best thing, it's been proven over and over again, the best thing in raising a child is the happiness of the parents. Mm. And if sex makes you happy, go for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does. It does. I am, I, we, D. Love and I always have our intimacy. We call it intimacy time after the radio show. So today I think we, we should practice kissing. Long oh, oh, there you go. There Forty-five you go. minutes of kissing. We'll do wow. one. You know, and you can you can actually guide each other. Well, you know, try try kiss here, and you know, you can each take turns of pointing out where you'd like to be kissed. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd just do a single one-hour kiss. You wow. could <laughs> remember to come up for breath now and then. <laughs> uh, I like the idea of all over the body. Do you love? I know you do. And slowly, yeah. and slowly. But you get to ask, you know, we, we teach this um, practice, uh, it's kind of a yin and yang exchange, where, where yin is the receiving 
yin is the, the receiving energy and yang or yang is the, the outward, the, the giving energy. And you can ask to be the giver or the receiver. And so you can say, um, you know, may I kiss you uh, on your nipple, you know, <laughs> or be mm-hmm. very specific. And, um, and the, your partner will say yes, or you can have boundaries and say no. And then you get to ask for, for something else until you get a yes. And then you switch off back and forth. That can be a fun Way and you can do that even in ten minutes. You can have an amazing time. I like that. A ten minute kiss exercise. I'm taking notes for our intimacy time, do you love today? Because you know, I'm doing the whole oral sex series, so this is perfect because ah. it's practice. It's practice for my oral sex series. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Diana. Intimacyretreats.com, is that right? Intimacyretreats.com. And you have a workshop t- this evening, you said. We have a, a workshop here in Siesta Key, Florida. Uh, we do them here uh, in Florida usually a couple of times a month in some different locations in Florida sometimes. And uh, we are going to be out in California in late May not sure what we'll be offering. Um, we'll be in the San Francisco area, not your area, though. And uh, and from time to time, we we hold workshops in other parts of the country. But they're always Great. wonderful, and they're always uh, dedicated to helping each couple learn how to do it on their own. So we send people back to their rooms for home play practice. There's no sex during the workshop sessions. We send them back to their rooms where they can practice because... You know, sometimes workshops can add to the uh, heighten the energy of, of right. the experience, but we want couples to really learn how to take it home with them. That's great. We think that's really important, and so we send them back to their rooms. But they have a wonderful time at the workshop as well. We have all kinds of great practices, and uh, uh, people of all ages, couples of all ages, and um, you know, different all walks of life have uh, attended them, and they're great. And right. our book is Tantric Sex for Busy Couples, How to Deepen Your Passion in Just 10 Minutes a Day. 10 minutes a day. I love it. So you can go to intimacyretreats.com and check out more about Diana Daphner. Thank you so much, Diana, for joining us. When we come back, we'll have Kenneth Ray Stubbs on the line talking about sexual shamanism. I'm looking forward to it when we return more Sex with Jaya. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Haiti has been hit hard by a deadly earthquake. Destruction is everywhere. Tens of thousands are feared dead and hundreds of thousands are homeless without food, water, and basic necessities. Save the Children is on the scene, but your support is urgently needed to help us save lives. Please give as much as you can now. Call 1-800-SAVE-THE-CHILDREN or go online at savethechildren.org. You can even donate $10 right now by texting the word SAVE from your cell phone to 20222. Please give now. 
Are you ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show with your coach, Rick Carrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Carrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. So I'm ready for this next portion of Sex with Jaya because it's, it's with my teacher, Kenneth Ray Stubbs, and he's an amazing man, amazing man creating all kinds of amazing materials, videos and books, and I got to be in one of his videos, Femme a Femme Erotic Massage, which was an amazing, amazing experience, and during that time, we shared all kinds of yummy, juicy sexual energy and with, with the women who were part of the cast for that. And he just most recently came out with another piece called The Path of the Sexual Shaman, which features some of the Femme Off Femme project, but also talks about shamanic sexuality, which we're going to dive into. So, hello, Ray. Hi, Jaya. Do you love? Hello. <laughs> so, what is your definition of sacred sexuality? I'd love to hear your take on that. Well, I'm going to back up and say my original academic training was in sociology, so I look at how language is being used, and it seems to be the turn that has come along uh, to somehow indicate something other than our, uh, our, what we would maybe consider sex therapy, what we consider uh, the porn genre, uh, what we would consider romance uh, in the movies, um, and we're in a paradigm that basically says uh, sex is evil and spirit is good, the spirit in the flesh. And, um, and some people were, I think, were really feeling for a number of years that that really is a, not only inadequate, it's way off, that sexuality is not inherently different than separate from uh, uh, our spiritual nature. And so... Uh, drawing on perhaps Taoist and Tantric traditions in the East, particularly, people started looking at how how is sexuality inherently spiritual in nature, or how does our sexual expression help us to be more who we are or be more spiritual? And, uh, and I'm not saying more religious, I'm saying more spiritual. So I think that's what's happened since the 60s. A number of books have come out, particularly influenced by the Eastern traditions in uh, India, uh, Tibet, uh, Japan, China, um, whereby sexuality is seen as an uh, integral uh, aspect of our, our nature and not something to be considered so evil necessarily, inherently. And so 
this whole thing about sacred sexuality was a term, I think, for people wanting to look at sexuality in a different way. And part of that has been um, bringing more of a ceremonial or being present approach to our sexual expression, however that sexual expression may be. But being much more present than just simply slam, bam, thank you, ma'am. Uh, or, or, uh, or can I use all sorts of language on this program? You can use yeah. all sorts of language. Okay. Well, you know, you know, in my teenage years, it was find them, feel them, fuck them, forget them. Uh, <laughs> and and, uh, and the idea is that you know, this is just an object that they're lovemaking uh, or having sex is a way to get off energy or uh, a attention release uh, and having a good time rather than necessarily deepening our experience of who I am and who a partner or partners might be. So it's a, it's a shift in paradigm is, is what it really is about, I think, uh, and much more of a ceremonial focus than perhaps is traditionally expressed in our sexuality in the West. I was reading an article from Sexes magazine, and they quoted you talking about, they, the article was about sex magic, and they quoted you talking about Tantra as a path and a very powerful path. And I just wonder, what's your take on the difference between, you know, people who are like Tantric sex tips and Tantra as a spiritual path. Say that again. Tantric sex tips? <laughs> yeah, when, you know, when people in magazines... Oh, okay, like, now oh, I understand. Here's a, here's I, I, now I, I got tip. it. I got it now. Thank you. Yeah, well, you know, what it was is simply taking activities associated with some Tantric traditions, sort of outside the tradition, outside the philosophy, and outside any sort of depth of understanding sometimes, and say, okay... Look into your partner's left eye as a gazing thing or breathing in unison. That's two of the most commonly used things to attempt to, one, be present and be, um, uh, to, to, to deepen the connection with your partner by doing this before, during, or maybe even after in some cases, what we would call lovemaking. So it's bringing these types of techniques in. As a path, um, I see that is, is looking at it as a philosophy. Uh, a way of looking at sexuality because really even with our uh, liberated sexuality of today it still is couched in the concept that somehow sex is really sort of not okay or naughty or evil or or is something we ought to be ashamed about and uh, tantra uh, uh, some tantric traditions because tantra is a huge huge uh, philosophical orientation as well as a, a series of practices that encompassing far more than sexuality. Birth, death, sexuality, everything about life could be included in sexuality being a very powerful part of that. So it is a, sort of a spiritual tradition that embraces including our sexuality as a part of that. So it's part of it's a philosophical shift or a paradigm shift of how we relate to sexuality and, and we really cannot express ourselves fully if in the back of my mind, I'm feeling, uh-oh, this is, I'm doing something naughty now. I'm doing something really is not okay uh, in, in the eyes of God or the minister or the priest or, or something like that. And we really have to go beyond that. And I think that Tantra as a philosophy says, oh, nope, that, that, those uh, hypotheses, those premises really are really quite inadequate. And if you really want to be, although you can be, be liberated, be enlightened, you have to embrace all parts of yourself, including your sexuality. Mm, so that's one that. of the ways I think of it, one of the differences. 
So what is, you've really gotten into the shamanic sexual um, study, and so what is a sexual shaman, and what is shamanic sexuality? I started with, uh, because of the number of people I knew, when I started teaching erotic massage in the San Francisco area in 1975, and I met an amazing number of, a number of amazing people and amazing numbers in the San Francisco area uh, in the 70s and 80s. Uh, and I really thought that I wanted to uh, convey a, a way of looking at sexuality that I was not hearing in the mainstream media. <clears throat> so I eventually came up with this idea to do a book called Women of the Light, the New Sacred Prostitute. I used the word sacred prostitute because that was the term in the literature, in many of the writings. But as I kept using that term, I kept felt like <clears throat> I felt like I was um, painting myself into a box. <clears throat> Excuse me, here my voice suddenly started to go. <clears throat> <laughs> That's and, totally uh, okay. So I uh, felt that, uh, that that there ought to be some other term to convey what I wanted to convey, uh, and I sort of somehow began to the, the, the concept of sexual shaman came up. So it was a way of pointing at something using a different set of terms so people wouldn't be tripping over the word prostitute. Um, uh, And so sexual shaman was a way of really, for me, to try to attempt to convey a perspective that what we call spirituality and what we call sexuality are not in opposition. They literally are they literally can enhance each other if we can integrate what we're calling spirituality and what we call sexuality. And I found within a shamanic context that there was a depth of spirituality that I was not finding uh, when I grew up as a Southern Baptist in North Carolina. Um, that, uh, and so shamanism to me was much more integrated with, with nature. And nature doesn't exist unless we are procreating uh, creating more bodies. So part of nature inherently is our sexual expression. So it's a way for me to try to shift the languaging. And, but in a more, the more specific sense, my observation of a number of the Native, med- Native, Native American medicine people that I've experienced here in the Southwest where I live now, in terms of being in ceremony with them or seeing them doing healings, as I began to read energies, I began to realize that what they were doing was doing things, we were moving in different directions, they were saying prayers, but what was really was effective was what they were doing with their energies. And this was the unseen part. Then I began to observe some Tantra teachers and what I call sacred sexuality practitioners do what they were doing, and I began to realize that it wasn't just the techniques they were teaching or which uh, meditation they were doing, or which massage stroke they were doing. It was really what they were doing with their energy, the unseen part. And I began to realize that Native American medicine people, who are an example of what one might call shaman, and sacred sexuality practitioners, were doing some of the same things energetically, although on the surface, the activity that one would see with their eyes may look very, very different. But what they had in common was they were literally merging their energies with the people in the ceremony or the client or the patient. Literally, literally merging their energies. And I don't mean, they don't even have to be physically touching, but the energies would merge. And so, for me, shamanic sexuality would be learning to 
touch a lover, not only with your hands and your tongues and your genitals, but also with your energies by expanding your energies, uh, radiating your energies, etc. Many different ways of doing that, so that you are not only are the bodies physically coming together, but the energies literally are inside each other's bodies or energy fields. And that's what, to me, how I think of the word shamanic sexuality because the Native American medicine people were literally merging their energies with the people in their seminars or, or me, in their ceremonies or in the healing process. Though they were not Ray, doing anything. what's your website? Sexualshaman.com sexualshaman.com so you can, people can go to sexualshaman.com to check out more about shamanic sexuality and what they're hearing here from Kenneth Ray Stubbs when we return I want to talk more with you Ray about how couples can you, you've already sort of touched on it but making love with their energetic bodies when we return we'll come back with more Ray Stubbs and Sex with Jaya Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Haiti has been hit hard by a deadly earthquake. Destruction is everywhere. Tens of thousands are feared dead and hundreds of thousands are homeless without food, water, and basic necessities. Save the Children is on the scene, but your support is urgently needed to help us save lives. Please give as much as you can now. Call 1-800-SAVE-THE-CHILDREN or go online at savethechildren.org. You can even donate $10 right now by texting the word SAVE from your cell phone to 20222. Please give now. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Total career success. What does it mean to you? Voice America presents a radio program dedicated to help you achieve your career goal. Even in times of economic uncertainty, you can achieve your financial goals. Whether you're a college grad, new in the working environment, or a top-level executive, you will benefit from the practical and proven advice on job search and career advancement. Join Ken and Cheryl Dawson every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for Total Career Success on Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're 
tuned in to Sex with Jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. I'm talking with Kenneth Ray Stubbs. You can go to his site, sexualshaman.com, to find out more information about all these wonderful things that we are talking about today, including, I want to know, Ray, how can couples make love with their energy bodies? You know, we, we kind of know how to make love with our physical bodies, and I think most of us kind of bump around in the dark and have genital sneezes, but um, <laughs> that's my opinion. Uh, <laughs> But how can couples go even beyond the beyond and make love with, you know, energy merge? How do they do that? Well, in my training program when I teach this, I really have people during the program not physically touch each other just to become familiar with starting to touch energetically because when we touch with our bodies, it's a very strong sensation. Uh, So to learn how to do this, one needs to let go of the physical intensity of contact skin against skin and start focusing on to literally expand energies from their body, expand uh, uh, to radiate energies from their body and a few other things. Unfortunately, I don't consider this an introductory technique. It it is for people who really are familiar with being mindful and done meditation. Um, I mean, so often we think of shamanism, well, if I'm playing a drum and put a feather in my hair, I'm being a shaman. Well, that it may be a shamanic type of appearance, but it, to me it's not the essence of what I would call shamanism. And, uh, and unfortunately, in the modern-day West, we have grown up in a world that is, is, does not comprehend, does not gro- doesn't even grok uh, the, the nature of what we can do with our subtle energies. Many of the Tantra classes, I think, begin to approach that, looking at the subtle energies by trying to breathe in unison, uh, teaching left eye gazing, being two of the main procedures. But it re- what, for me, makes something shamanic is literally learning how to use one's intent to literally expand energies beyond the surface of our physical body across space so that they're literally merging. Now... My reading of energy is that when we have an orgasm, we are doing this naturally. Our energies sort of explode, and we're hearing the sound of our partner, our own own sound, if we're being allowing ourselves to express vocally, which I'm a, I'm a screamer. I'm not a quiet type myself. And uh, uh, one can be a quiet type. You don't have to make sound. Um, and usually the body is moving uh, or arching at least, um, and the, so we're so aware of that physical sound and the physical movement that we're not usually paying attention to the, to the uh, subtle energies. And so to be able to sit apart, maybe close to each other, but, but not physically touching, to learn to do this is the only way that I see how, well, the way that I see people beginning to redevelop this, making love energetically. And I don't see it as for beginners, uh, um, one need, knows how, needs to know how to focus one's attention to do that. Um, and um, so 
So I, I don't have a simple answer for it in terms of the way that so, I approach shamanic sexuality. So um, if someone's out there and they're listening and they're like, this is really interesting, but I'm a beginner, what, what would motivate them to learn? Um, meaning what are some of the benefits of practicing sacred sexuality or energy merging sex or shamanic sexuality? Um, what are some things that they would get out of the experience? Okay, in general, I think, and this is where Tantra has served us in the West because it has been a general approach to looking at something other than slam-bam, thank you, ma'am, uh, and, and more than just being a connoisseur of, of different un, uh, unique techniques or interesting techniques. It's really about learning to be present. Um, and, and I don't know, I, um, I think one really has to have some sort of meditative-type background to start to even appreciate this because we don't learn this in growing up in our Western world. Uh, right. And they don't teach us in school tradition. how to be in the moment with our math class. Yes, and <laughs> people—I uh, mean, people growing up in shamanic traditions—they're used to going into ceremonies uh, and being in sort of a semi-trance or trance state. They're used to hearing the drum for hours, uh, and uh, and we just don't—we don't grow up that way. We don't learn it in math. We don't learn it in. in uh, in anything, hardly. And so we we are at a disadvantage, even though we think we're so liberated, and we are in many ways compared to where we were in the 50s when I was going to high school. Uh, it uh, We still have a very long way to go, and but over time is when we begin to see, oh, I can deepen my experience of the sensation if I'm paying attention, other than just trying to please my partner, if I'm paying attention to what I feel in my own body. Uh, as and uh, sometimes being slower with that, though not necessarily, but really paying attention, and um, it and that's one of the reasons that one can go to tantra classes to begin to even approach that consciousness, that uh, that way of considering lovemaking. So, D Love, after the show, yes. how do you feel about about doing some energy merging and some kissing? I'm not touching you. <laughs> You're just going to energy merge with me. Well, I, I say, how do you motivate someone? Okay, I'm going to, you know, I, I, I did this with with a person in New York City. I was on the phone here in Tucson, two thousand miles away in New York City, and we started. Uh, she was very familiar with energy merging. I was very familiar with energy merging, so we we're trying to explore what we might be able to do with this. And there was erotic attraction, but we were not lovers, and there was not like a. It was not. We would just exploring this not to just to be hot with each other but to see what we can do with our energies and what ended up telling me, I'm going to tell you half an hour later I, I was like <laughs> sort of bow-legged because I'd had so many energetic orgasms but every two minutes we were screaming into the phone uh, and we weren't masturbating at least I wasn't I mean I wasn't touching my genitals and I don't think she was touching her genitals either we were literally because she's really experienced at this and I am too seeing and our energies as emerged, it would make us start breathing, and suddenly we'd have this explosion. It started in my chest, then up in my throat, then up in my head, then it came down lower. I mean, about every, I swear, about every two minutes, I was wiped out. After yeah, about I call it getting cooked. Of, pardon? I call it getting cooked. Yes. I mean, <laughs> so, you know, and this is male or female. It has nothing to, and it's not, it was not an ejaculatory genital pelvic floor orgasm for me. It was in different places, and especially in my torso and head. And it's explosive, 
Uh, and you can have that in conjunction with a sexual orgasm. But I hate to put that out as a carrot to say, oh, it's about bigger orgasms. No, it's about learning how to dance with the energy. And that is one of the byproducts that happens along the way. Thank you so much, Ray Stubbs, sexualshaman.com. Come back for more Sex with Jaya next week. I had fun having sex with Jaya. Did you? You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com.